No, keep going. That's it. Oh. Welcome everyone to episode 83 of 99100, the podcast coming up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your thousand, thousand host, Sparky Shelton. I I can't even begin to break that apart. Jordan Granick. And I'm Ryan. I What were you saying? Like thousand Like thousand Ozone. Like a thousand Thousand I'm in the because we are four downloads away. Yeah, like a zone. Like a the thousand zone. Because we are approaching the thousand zone. Like the end zone and it's a thousand thousand episode downloads. Over the course of our over the course of our of our two year journey. Um Chances are, if you're listening to this right now, you you very well could be the thousandth download. So congratulations! Good Thank job, you. Jake. Yeah, great job. Probably Jake. be one of us. <laughs> great job, Jake. Keeping did us you say alive. Jake listens to every episode? I thought he did, but there's no Colorado downloads. But maybe he uses a VPN. I don't know. I'll talk to him later. We don't talk about the podcast when we talk on the phone because that would be fucking psychotic. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, but uh. <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> just a, a icebreaker question: Is anybody gonna sleep with a thirty-five-year-old this week? That sounds oddly specific and targeted. Not this week, because I'm not. I don't think Ryan or I you? don't know about this week. I uh, didn't have plans. No. How about Nothing you, in Jordan? The books. I like I said, I don't know if it's this week. That was a lead-in. You could have you could have sold it. I know you could have yes-anded to me, but. You well, know. I could do a no but. I could do a no but. That would be that would be worse for the comedy, I think. Ryan, put your fucking phone down. Are you googling no, that kid? N- how about how about how about <laughs> no thirty five year old but? That's kind of funny. Okay, that was yeah. Okay, B-U-T-T. we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The juices are flowing. You told you you dropped this bomb on me uh, uh, when we we're gonna try to record at our scheduled time mm-hmm. um, before somebody. Uh, I thought we were going to see what that was about, and we're going to see if that was a good story, and then this was going to be the backup. I doubt it's going to be a good story, but go ahead. Why did you? Yeah, I I just want to know because like it's really unprofessional. It's super unprofessional and pretty inconvenient for all of us. But go ahead. Yeah, you guys are more more hard on me about pushing stuff back than my job, my my actual job that pays me money, a salary. And that's why you're interviewing for a different job on Monday, isn't it? Uh, it's not an interview. Damn. I don't know what Damn. it is. Damn. I'm just talking. Open up the open up the door, you know, put my foot in. Mm-hmm. Entertain entertain some offers. Now, why did you have to miss? Now, why did you, why miss? Did you have to push us back? I had to run some errands with my mom. You gotta be more specific. That you had that you had to Yeah. She wanted to spend time with me. It's her birthday weekend. Alright. I find that incredibly hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not. I had gonna to make it. some returns. I had to make some gift exchanges at Bloomingdale's. Throw a goddamn uh, Bloomingdale's a gift yeah, exchange my... at Bloomingdale's in the middle of November before the holiday gift giving season. Are do you think we're fucking stupid? Do you think that we have no critical thinking skills at all? 
Yes, because I told you I was hanging out with some people yesterday for my mom's birthday party. So? So she she got gifts, and she was yeah. exchanging her and gifts. And she returned oh, them? Jesus God Christ. damn. God damn, it's not even Monday, motherfucker. That is some... Oh my God! That's a bad gift. That's a bad fucking yeah. gift. Well, I'm no, guessing she... you guys have watched. I think you should leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a bad gift. Is that one? The one sketch. Meet the yeah. gift receipts. Put she the... got a gift receipt. She used it. Jordan, Jordan, what? Put the guitar down. I feel like a goddamn kindergarten teacher. This must be what what. Does it blow either of your guys' mind that um there are teachers younger than us? Yes. Well, yeah, but also that there were people trying to teach preschool or like kindergarten on Zoom. Like they had virtual Zoom classes for kindergarten. Yeah. What a goddamn nightmare that must have been. I think at that point they just like left it up to the parents. Jeez. You're, we're in your debt. We're in your debt, teachers. Is that enough? No, yeah, probably not. Yeah, thank you, teachers. Um, thoughts and prayers to our teachers. Um, so what was this bad gift at Bloomingdale's? I'm assuming it was well, it wasn't like a bad gift. No, it wasn't a bad gift. Don't, don't try to sugarcoat it. Don't try to spin it for your mom. Yeah. My mom got a bag. Yeah, and like it was so purse. ugly that she couldn't and stand she to, went and exchanged it she couldn't stand to own this bag on the holy high sabbath um well as a jew we don't really do that whole thing on the sundays yeah but still that's how bad this purse was is she converted momentarily yeah. to christianity and said you know what i have to go i have to go and i and i need my son to come with me i need a witness spending quality time with my mother thank you what do you? Time. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that thing being other than silence. That entire tripping, other than silence. No, they Incorrect. were talking. They were talking the whole goddamn time. They there was not a moment of silence because they were talking. Well, the about car how, ride is pretty quiet. But when I'm going around shops looking at clothes and stuff, and I'm like, "Mom, does this can you cool? at least wait until the end of my sentence to step on me and step on any joke that I was trying to tell? Would you have different the decency? Channels, different channels. That's not how it works, goddammit! <laughs> how many times? They're synchronized, motherfucker! I quit. I quit. I quit the podcast. I'm done. Somebody else do it. We were so close, too. 17 I had a feeling. Ago. I had a feeling it was going to end with just me by the last episode. <laughs> I was just going to be the only one doing it. How would you kick it off? I want to hear... Okay, just say it's episode 95. You're, you're doing... Do movie. You're doing Tarzan. Tarzan? Yeah, Tarzan. You're doing Tarzan. Okay. How do you kick off episode 95, 99, 100, Jordan Grenick edition? I'd go, uh, <laughs> episode 95 here. Is that's, that, that's how, that's what a Tarzan does, right? It's that's like, good. Aah. That's really good. Thank you. Although... <laughs> You're, you guys fucking strapping for this killer joke, okay? It's actually the Matrix. I but, didn't uh, even start the joke, motherfucker. <laughs> also, it's indexed on zero. We've been over this. 95. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You dumb fuck. You asshole. It's index sun zero? <laughs> Sub-zero. Well, in, well that you zero is index. shithead. You shithead. I didn't even start my joke. <laughs> 
I'm so done with you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go ahead. No, because the joke was going to be bad. <laughs> I, I needed the whole, I'm peeking my mic. I'm peeking. Like, I had it set up to what I would normally say, and you've made me so angry that my audio quality has gone to shit. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, this conduct. Sounds like you need uh, more therapy. Sounds like you need therapy. I'm doing all right. I swear to God with that guitar. I swear to God. (laughs) I'm losing my goddamn mind. I am losing my mind. Fuck. What do you? What song is that, Jordan? What 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 are we listening don't, to here? Don't Ryan, him. shut up! Shut the fuck up! Just shut. You're the gonna. Fuck you up. can't take the guitar out and then not expect questions about it. Uh, you can't expect to be on this podcast and not be a shit heel. Speaking of being a shit heel, our movie this week was the 1999 classic. Analyze this. It had Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro. Next question. Somebody Lisa else. Lisa Kudrow. Do it. She was in it. Yeah, she had, she was in it. And every, like, every mobster, like, every mobster from mobster movies. No, but I want to say that I don't think there was a single Sopranos actor in there, which, like, hats off to them for that. Uh, Yeah, that is impressive. That is impressive. Although, you have to At least imagine. none of the main ones. None of the yeah, main ones. Yeah, you have to imagine that they had, like, you know, a rando, a yeah. rando, you know. I also think that pretty much every single person in this movie uh, probably was, well, every single mobster, because this is a mob comedy movie, whatever. Um, A lot of mobsters, a lot of nicknames. I'm going to guess that anybody with a nickname is probably also not going to be, is going to have another credit that also has a nickname. All right, let's see. Max Casella played Nikki Shivers. I have to imagine. <laughs> no? Well, shit. Well, like Nikki Ice Cold Shivers? Yeah, Nikki, Nikki Shivs. Um, the movie follows Bill Crystal and Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro is a mob boss. Billy Crystal is a psychiatrist. Uh, mob boss starts having panic attacks and goes and invades uh, Billy Crystal's life and tortures him by constantly interrupting. Gee, I wish that I could relate with that. Gee, I wish I could watch this on HBO for seven seasons. Hey, you know what was so funny about that, Jordan? You know what I really like about the Jordan the the joke I just did? Is yeah. That what about it? It was so blatantly about one person on this podcast who is so blatantly on their phone and not paying attention to anything mm. that's happening. I'm that listening. He didn't even speak up. He didn't you were mean even to speak me, up. So that I'm going to I'm going to sit here. Oh, the silent treatment. You think that that is going to incentivize me to engage with you more? Is being quiet and I'm respectful. I'm putting in my participation points. Oh no, the good jokes might actually get out now. We might actually be able to tell jokes on this comedy podcast. You motherfuck. You know, we all said some mean things in the past 15 minutes. Um, I'd like to do a reset. I'd like to offer an olive branch. Um, Jordan, look at me. Look me in the eyes. I love you. You're my good friend. Love you too, buddy. I appreciate being on this podcast. Ryan, as angry as I've been, I respect your companionship and what you bring to this podcast. 
Now, do you have any jokes about Mr. De Niro and his performance in this movie? Uh, not off the not I I did come up with one joke. Uh, I'd love now. to hear it. I'd love to hear it. Was well, it uh, Robert De Niro was seventy five in every movie? Well, that that also I said that when I watched. Go the ahead movie and tell your day. joke, Ryan. Fuck off! Why you? No, go ahead and tell your joke. You're wait. You're waiting for me to start no, it, no. so you can just jump just in. Just tell no, the just, joke. I'm Holy trying. Shit. To, I'm trying to involve you in our podcast about jokes, so you can tell a joke. I want to give you first crack at talking about Robert De Niro. Since he said you had a joke, I want. Oh no, it's I not about. It's you. not about Robert De Niro. Never mind. Let's if, carry on. Is it about Billy Crystal? Let, let me. I don't want to just like say it. No, like, do I, the I, joke, Ryan. Me, do the joke, no, Ryan. Off. You have to do their joke. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> Be funny. Do the joke. I don't want to. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> Was the joke not about the movie? Was the joke not about the movie? No, it is. I, I, okay, like not, then I don't know. telling the joke would be talking about the movie. This is only... I'm not letting up. I, I, am, I am going for this, Ryan. This podcast is going to be an hour of you, <laughs> you telling That's me to fine. do this. That's fine. I don't want... I don't want to. Jordan, do you have a joke? <laughs> Jordan, Jordan wants to say he's raised his hand in the messenger chat. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, uh, I wish Ryan would tell his joke <laughs> so that we can move on. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Fine, you win this round, you man. Um, I don't even remember where we were. We haven't. We haven't. You gave a. Yeah, you gave the quick synopsis of the mob boss has. Panic attacks and interrupts. I mean, that's kind of the whole movie. That's kind of yeah. The whole movie. Um, I don't know. It starts with Billy Crystal rear-ending a mob boss, like the mo- not his, not De Niro's car, but the like a car, the mob right. car, and it's he gives some, him his card. Got somebody in the back, and it's like, yeah. oh no, no, everything's fine. We don't need to exchange anything. Blah blah blah, and uh, and it's jelly. Is this guy's name? He's like a consigliere. His name, his name is Jelly. Um, and big guy, big guy, big guy, long face. Um, uh, you know, is just this guy. Bobby D has some panic attacks. He's the big boss. Bobby D's the big. He's the head honcho. He's the. He's Mister Big. He's he's Doctor Tall Tall Boy. Uh, he. Uh, uh, is getting ready for the meeting of the families. Ryan, you live in New Jersey. There's mobs there. Can you lend us some insight into uh into the mafioso and sort of their culture and what it means when the families come together? They all okay with with the mob. I don't want to say too much. Right. Because you don't, don't want, want to get targets whacked. on my back. You don't want to get whacked. I don't want whacked. to get whacked. I like having my head between my two shoulders. <laughs> it's a fucking weird way to say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> as long as it's between your two shoulders, you're okay with where it is. Do you mean like getting shot in the head? Yeah, if you get shot um, in the head, your sh- your head is still between your shoulders. Are you worried specifically about decapitation? I wouldn't rule that out, yeah. Was that your joke? Was that no. the joke? <laughs> that wasn't the joke about the two shoulders. Wait, what? It wasn't a joke about your two shoulders. 
The the joke you wrote. The joke you wrote just now. Was that it? That? How, that would be fucking weird if I premeditated. Okay, that. I just wanted to know. I I want to know when you tell your joke. So, yeah, would it be you? You're premeditating a joke is called setup. It's just setting up the joke. It's no, but about that, my head between my two shoulders. The jury, the jury will understand that a premeditated joke is one that is is planned in foresight, and my uh. <laughs> And the the defendant in this case, in my estimation, he said two rabbis and a clergyman walk into a bar. Now, if that is not a premeditation of a joke, I do not know what is. The prosecution rests. Guilty. Yeah. You know, it really went downhill once Ryan refused to tell his joke. I think that threw off the entire pacing. I'm being that part I'm serious about. That part I'm serious about. Mess with the flow. I would I would like to know I would like to know about Ryan's uh intimate mob knowledge. I I know one one guy. I'm just gonna Is this real? Uh, now I'm intrigued. I don't know. I'm not gonna say any names. Okay. I'll I know I've met one guy. Yeah. And he tells me that he doesn't have to worry about the cops at all. Which is weird. Oh, uh, I I met a kid like that too, and his it was just his uncle was a cop. <laughs> no, no. This is yeah. like if you go to the state of Connecticut, you don't have to worry about anything. I think. I don't know if he said Connecticut That's or what like he said? Is is he some is state. he white? Is he white? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say uh, this yeah, just sounds is. like a rich white man. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I he was telling me some such shit. Like, I yeah, only met him once, though. I grew up on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. I don't got to worry about no cops. <laughs> like okay. He could just be a rich white kid from Greenwich, Connecticut, and, you know, corporate corporate immunity or whatever, white man immunity. White privilege. That, yes. That, that... Corporate immunity. <laughs> well, like, when you're super rich, you just, like, corporate I'm, immunity I'm watching a lot of... And white... What did he say? White man's... White man, white power? White... Fuck, wait, no. No. What did... White... White immunity? Yeah. White man's... I don't know. I was going to make like a, a Rudyard Kipling joke, but that's fine. Um, It would have been premeditated, which is illegal. Um, no, that's not what I meant. Shut fuck the you. fuck up. Ryan, shut you the shut fuck up. You shut the fuck up. You've been constantly attacking me. I'm going to bring and I'm gonna up send my boys after if this you. doesn't, you know... You better forward. keep your head between your shoulders, man, because... Uh, was that the joke? No. Fuck off. Fuck off with this. <laughs> Well, you know, 83 is a perfectly good uh, number to have be the worst episode of the entire run. I thought last week was pretty bad, too. I think 83, so we, I think we've topped somehow. it. Somehow. Um, <laughs> so uh, he's got. He's going to have a panic attack. He's got this meeting. He's all worried. He's all fucked up. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, Jelly says, hey, I met this doctor. I met a, I met a shrink. I'll, I'll hook you up. Was it, wasn't it just, wasn't he just like his card was professional, that's why you should see him or something? Well, that was the joke. It was like, oh, he's a good doctor. He's got a card and everything. And, and Robert De Niro was like, oh, he's got a fucking card. That's real impressive. Like as, like. Sarcastic, yeah. Yeah. So I think sort of the dynamic between him and Jelly was, you know, uh, Robert De Niro was a consummate professional who, you know, played by the, uh, played by his own rules. And, you know, did what he was supposed to. And Jelly was kind of a ditz, and so they ragged on him. Mm-hmm. 
you know. I don't know what that's like. I don't have any relationships like that. Well, like, the only reason they picked him was because he met him. Right, yeah. It was just sort of random. Yeah. They did not... They didn't go through the yellow pages. They didn't go on Angie's list for psychologists. Yeah. But it wasn't even like they went on Angie's list and he said, oh, I recognize that name. I bumped into him. It was just it he was had just, a card. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it would be funny. I don't know if either of you have ever looked for a therapist before, but they do have specialties. They'll be like grief counseling or divorce mm-hmm. or middle age or death or whatever. L-M-F-T-A-O. LMF. Licensed, mar- licensed marriage family therapist. I thought you were making an LGBT joke, and I was, no, I was glad you thought he was not. talking. I thought no, he was talking about the band. It's just facts. It's just the like pop LG. duo. LMFAO. You know their yeah. uncle and nephew? Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Anyway. I, that's some good genes. <laughs> what if that was what if that was the basis for becoming a eugenicist? Was that you were like you know, I thought that I thought that you know genes did not contribute to intelligence in in massive ways, but I mean the proof is in the pudding. Red Foo and Blue, oh, what is his name? Um, uh, <laughs> it's Red Foo and Sky Blue. I remember they were both they were both colors. What if that was? What if that's how you became a eugenicist? Was like this is this is hard evidence that genes pass on intellectual traits and proclivities i just meant that they 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 look the they look the same age that's kind of what I. yeah that's what's fucked up maybe they are the same age i mean you don't know well yeah i guess there there is like that instance where you know an uncle is you know if like you're if there's like a 30 year age gap it's an 11 year it's an 11 year age gap between that's pretty impressive sky blue so um, Bobby D, Bobby De Niro, Bobby the D, uh, he's, um, you know, he goes to the therapist, he kicks out some poor sap and, uh, and, and, you know, well, he, in- he beats the shit. He literally beats the shit out of a doctor, which was kind of messed up. He beats the it was shit funny, out of but- Asif Manvi, who was who played the doctor, which was who wild. Asif Manvi. He was in, uh, he was on the daily show for a long time as a writer. As a correspondent, like as town. Oh, word. Um, I don't remember what happened after that. They go to Florida. Why did they go to Florida? Why did it have to be in Florida? Because uh, that's where the doctor was getting married. So he met him. He met uh, Mike Wazowski. Met Bobby De Niro in his office. Was that and, the joke? Uh, I mean, I was just gonna do that the whole time. Anyways, was that the but, joke? Um, as they since Billy Crystal voiced uh, Mike Wazowski. I mean, it's just a a joke, right? Like, but, was but it not the, the joke. Was it the joke that the, you thought no. of on the fly? No. Okay. Well, keep us posted. We want to know. Yeah. Anyways, he Bobby De Niro visits him in the office, and then he's like, "I'm getting married, so I can't meet you next week." And then Bobby D is like, "I'm going to Florida, to Tampa, wherever Miami," and then he throws a guy out Miami. the balcony. Yeah. Well, that skipped a step. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. So Mike Wazowski is gonna marry Phoebe from Friends. Um, see, I did what you did with the little joke. Nice. Was that nice. your joke? Yeah. That you were gonna call her Phoebe? This from this bit needs to end. No, it's not going to. <laughs> never. I'm doing. I'm. This is the uh, that emoji that Jordan said I can never do again, but like in person. I hate that. What is? What is? The one where it's like know, the, the one where it's the guy on his knees. Oh. Oh. Head bowed. Sure. Yeah. 
It sucks because I really like this movie. It's pretty funny. I'm just bombing, <laughs> it, bombing this episode. You guys keep drilling some shit, and I keep putting it down because I don't want it. I guess the a really messed up part was that uh, the kid can hear every single session. Oh yeah, that was fucked up. He's got a he's yeah. got a kid, and the kid from a past marriage, and the kids eavesdrop on every single uh, session. Session, yeah, every you therapy session. That, you ever see that Netflix documentary about the voyeur? No, no, like a, a voyeur therapist? No, like he had or a motel. Like a straight up <laughs> sex. Like a straight uh, up uh, sex, yeah. And there was like this crazy interplay where there was this journalist, Gay Talese, was like following him and like writing a book about him and then it was disavowed and then it was reavowed and crazy. It was crazy stuff. Good, good, good stuff though. Good good show um they're in miami phoebe's doing a thing is is a net is a network is a news does news she does news and um and they meet and they go to sea world and um can i get a big fuck sea world from the both of you just yo fuck sea world fc world oh you didn't want to swear you didn't want to that's where you draw the line it's really weird how, like, I'll, I'll sometimes choose to not cuss. Like, um, I was in the middle of an improv scene once uh, at a show. And um, it was a scene with my friend. And I was like, you piece of sh- garbage. <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, in the moment, I was like, I don't want to swear. I don't want to swear. I was Eruption at- of laughter. <laughs> Eruption. They were dying. Just throwing yeah. underwear. Yeah. Um. That's a weird response to enjoying a show, don't you think? Underwear or like bras? Yeah, like like throwing your undergarments at somebody. What are they gonna do with them? You know. I think sometimes their phone number is written in it. That's my experience when I throw like it. Like on the label. That's your experience when you throw. Yeah, yeah. You write yeah. That's pretty good. Um, I was at a a, a church thing um last week on Monday. Did I tell you guys about this? Uh, unless maybe. you talked about it earlier today no um but uh and i was at the table it was a bunch of you is is youths like mid-20s whatever and there was a guy and one of the first things he said after sitting down at this table was somebody was telling a story about how they accidentally took engineering calculus instead of business calculus and what, what a nerd and what this man said was man i bet you got raped in the ass with a cactus <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is it. Sounds like an appropriate is, thing to say at church. Entree is is his entry into the group. Pretty nuts. Was Pretty, did you know him? Was I there did like, not. No, I. This was my first. Did ev- did anyone know him? I think people knew him. Yeah. Okay. And it seemed a little par for the course. So he did not. He did not say any of the three words at issue in that sentence ever again in th- that night. So maybe. Maybe the stunned silence of the table sent sent the correct message. So sometimes I don't swear. It was the end yeah. Of that story. Well, that's that's not even swearing. That's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is sort of in a, a class of its own. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Nuts. Um. Sea World. They so like the rest of the movie is basically. 
Bob, uh, Billy, Mike Wazowski is like, don't bother me. I'm trying to get married. And then uh, Robert De Niro and the mob bothers him. Mm-hmm. Up until um, they have a breakthrough. They have a breakthrough about his dad dying, and it gets to the root of... I mean, that's the very dying. end. I, I, What other beats did you want to cover? That's it was, fair. I, it was literally um, just like they show up. Well, there's the B plot of the FBI spying on them. That doesn't like the, really come to fruition. That, yeah, that's until just a, well, I mean, that's where the that's where the epiphany is, and yeah. that's where you know he's about to whack him. Right. Yeah, and he's he's wearing a wire, and uh, and he um, and he realizes that he's anxious because his dad died at the last meeting of the families, and um, or shortly after it, but um, yeah. And then there's a scene where Billy Crystal has to pretend like he's the consigliere for for what's his face, and he's like, "Hey, he psychoanalyzes people and slaps the shit out of Jelly." Yeah, fucking brutalizes Jelly for no goddamn reason. Jelly looked sincerely sad too. Yeah, he was, was bummed like... out. He didn't like it. Um, but that's the uh, that's <laughs> I think that's the end of the movie, right? Well, Bobby we B goes to prison only for minutes. eighteen months, though. Yeah, wait, why was that so short? I don't know. Oh, because I think he ratted them all out. That's why they got the raid there in the first place. No, because he would be dead and, you know. Because <laughs> well, he quit, right? I, that's what I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I watched maybe it there's maybe, Was there, like, nothing? Is it, like, one of those situations where, you know, you know he's a mob boss, but you don't have any evidence of things he's done, maybe? I don't yeah, know. maybe. Like, um, the court like system. I only, know, I only know joke courts, you know, where it's... Yeah. You know, setting up the joke and yeah, that. Um, I think that brings us to Miller highlights. Uh, uh, the champagne of bits where we talk about our favorite things of the movie. Jordan, why don't you go first? You said you like this movie. Yeah. Um, I like that scene at the end where uh she's talking about pleasing her husband, and you know he's like go off queen just like do whatever yeah. and then it zooms down the husband's just smiling <laughs> so that, that's pretty a, funny that's a very good point um i also like that scene something i noticed though is those they both had names they were both credited with names um and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to remember which one it is uh but it struck me as strange because the guy um I think the woman's name was Elaine, but the guy, the guy who was like, yeah, gets, you know, who is about to get Smiles. some, get some yeah. sloppy schnoppy, uh, was credited as rabbi. As rabbi. Wait, wow. was there, was there a rabbi at the wedding or was it a Christian wedding? I think Christian it was wedding. A Christian wedding. It was in a church. No, it, that, it was just that character. It was just that character. Uh. It was named rabbi. Well, I'm trying to think if there was like an actual rabbi, but maybe there there weren't. This was the one thing. It was like the one guy. This is one. Scene. I didn't think, did he even have a yamakon? No, that's what's so confounding about yeah. it. Is like also rabbis are they celibate or is that a no. thing? No, no, they have they're like they have kids like rabbits. Yeah, it's the opposite of celibacy. It's just yeah. spread the seed as fast as possible, kind of thing. Mm. But only on Fridays. Wasn't that work? We're only on Saturdays. I don't know. They're only, it's only one day. Yeah, I guess that's the that would be the nice thing about 
having a, a a Gentile as a partner is that on the Sabbath they can be on top. And it still works. Asif Manvi mm-hmm. is credited as a Jewish doctor, Dr. Shulman, which I think is um, funny. And you're, I'm assuming he's Jewish. You're assuming didn't he's Harold, Jewish didn't Harold Ramis write this? Isn't that what we were saying? Harold Ramis, uh, he directed it. But mm. he also wrote it with Kenneth Lon- yeah. Lonergan and Peter Tolan. I mean, Harold Ramis is a pretty big uh, Jew. Like, you know, really, like a lot of his work has to do with it. A lot of the jokes. I guess so. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I mean, have you seen, like, have you heard him talk? I have not actually heard Harold Ramis talk. Oh. Is it like, can you give me a flavor? Can you give me an impression? I mean, he it's just like he has like a deep voice, but he looks like Larry David. Mm. Or he looked. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you got a Miller highlight? Uh... Hmm. Yeah, I no, I don't know. I I I think the whole movie was pretty good. I I don't really remember a lot of it though because I saw it like five days ago and I've already forgotten it. Um, but uh, I like the fountain. That was a pretty nice touch. At, you know, he's just like a that was funny as a gift, you know? and it was very big. I like the scenes where Robert De Niro cries. I think that was really funny. I was going to ask about this. Robert De Niro, we've been told, is a good actor. But when he cries in this movie, it is the most blubbering, like, foolish nonsense. Well, I think that's the point. Do you you think that's the point? Or did Robert De Niro not have enough investment in the character to actually cry? I'm, I'm sure it's a little bit of both. I'm sure he was supposed to overplay it. I mean, he's like, you know, he's supposed to be a mob boss. He's supposed to be like, you know, Tony Soprano. And here he is bawling like a baby. And he's also Robert De Niro, who's, you know. But this is this the, is the goat. I, right. Sort of in my mind. Obviously, this is supposed to be bad crying. But also, can you remember a scene in any Robert De Niro movie where he actually cries and gets upset? Where he cries? No. He might not be able to fake cry. This he might is not what be able I, to cry on command. This is what I think is that it was yeah. a boy. You so you think maybe he was supposed to cry sincerely, he but he can't. Sincere. So they were like, okay, you just got to go over the top. With yeah, it. like they were they were gonna score it with like light strings, and it was gonna be like this genuine moment where their characters connect. And and Billy Crystal as a doctor was like, I can't turn this back on my man. But they mm-hmm. tried it once, and Alec or fuck. Freudian slip. I've been, th- I've in my mind, I've had to correct from Alec Baldwin to Robert De Niro, inexplicably every time. Um, Alec Baldwin does a pretty good Robert De Niro impression. That's probably what it is. Um, yeah. And and they just showed up on set. I was like, all right, action! And and Robert De Niro was like, you can't. It was just like old turtle cum. Yeah. Well, there's, there's like, isn't there, there's the funny cry scene. I don't remember where it is, but then there's the, like the real cry scene where he, you know, he's about to whack Mike Wazowski. And I think, you know, but that, even that one, it was still, yeah, that very, one was pretty unbelievable. It was very campy. It was still very, so I, I think, yeah, I think, the, I think that leans into what you're, heel. yeah, crying. Damn. 
and they yeah, and they compensate yeah. by like the, that's the, like acting 101 yeah it's like the first thing you just think about when you were sad and cry and but the music in the background is so clear of like we gotta sell this we gotta sell this as a joke because like don't yeah. bubble 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 <laughs> Which is funny because Billy Crystal's uh, he's like acting the shit out of that. Yeah, you know? that's the thing is he's he's coming to it with like genuine yeah. genuine worry, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't know. Explain yourself, mm-hmm. Harold. And De Niro, well, Harold's dead, so we got to go to De Niro. Yeah, got to go quick too. Um, he must be damn. he's old as shit, isn't he? He's seventy four. Is what I'm gonna say. Don't nobody look it up. Somebody else, both of you guess. Um, I'm gonna say older. You want to take the under for uh. of seventy four? I I was gonna say seventy six, but I guess seventy two. Are, well, are we doing? Are we doing over? Are we doing like prices right? Closest? Are we doing closest number? It's seventy eight. Mm, so yeah. Pretty old. Pretty fucking old. um Yeah. Uh, my my Miller highlight. Um, my Millie, my Millie Hiley is um, uh, when one of them goes Maron. That was funny. One I of the was like Maron. I also like Billy Crystal being the consigliere. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Oh, I uh, my actual Miller highlight is when Robert De Niro couldn't get a heart on. That was funny. I thought that, that was, was pretty great funny scene. too. Pretty funny. Um, that's gonna do it for Mil- for Miller highlights. Uh, Ryan, did you you had five days? Did you get a wrap? Uh, yeah, but in the true Ryan fashion, I wrote it five minutes before this call. So do you do you think this was written? This must have been written before Sopranos came out, right? Um, or it was trying to uh get on their heat right, right? off the back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were like, oh fuck, this is everybody's into it. First episode date January twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. So this, I think, has to premeditate it just because, like, mm-hmm. production, production and time, yeah. yeah. But then oh, that's probably the same with The Sopranos too. Yeah. They were probably in the these same. These bitches were room. in the same room. Yeah, these bitches yeah. were in the, <laughs> the same, same room. One, room. one was like, uh, yeah, one was a funny dude, and the other was Danny yeah. Chase. They would, or they would pitch, they would all pitch ideas for storylines, and if it wasn't serious enough for The Sopranos, it would go into. Uh, <laughs> It would analyze go into this. This, into analyze this, yeah. Just a brain trust, pretty good. Yeah. Um. Take it away, Ryan. Hit your rap. All right. Let me let me pull up my notes. <clears throat> all right. Do you want some background guitar at all? Or no, that's all right. Thank you, though. Okay, I appreciate nice. your musical expertise, but uh, I'm gonna go without uh, tunes as is tradition. All right. Analyze this. Wow, that's a nice boss looking at Wazowski and all of his kids talking and walking into the office. His dad's the best dog, but Wazowski is mid. Here comes De Niro with the De Niro asking for help. He's gone fully emo. All the hard Italians are confused as we go. Looking at the mob, he's turning green like she go. Fly down to Florida, cue in the marriage. Fly out the window, cue in the carriage. Land on the wedding, looks like miscarriage. Get in the fountain, cueing the waterworks. Rob... Bobby boy is crying about Pops put down the forks. No more gabagoo and no more pork. Put on the did game face. Did you say gabagoo? I did say gabagoo. It's gabagoo. <laughs> yeah, whatever. 
You know, wish, Google autocorrects it too. I wish so I like, your I wish your raps were longer so I could have jumped in and interrupted them sooner because by the time I thought I could do it, it was already over. Well, you just it's, it's not over yet. I was you oh, interrupted great. me oh, before that's fantastic. the end. That's great. That's great news for me. And my joke. Put on a game face. It's time for work because I rhymed work with pork. It didn't really work, but it's fine. Uh, and then they well, go I didn't to really a meeting. Pork. <laughs> Gotcha, bitch. Then they go to a meeting, not looking for a beating. Wazowski's the consigliere, which he had done some prior reading. Now they're getting the cops and they're fucking the ops. Shoot the place up 18 months on the clock. The end. Because he goes to jail for 18 months. Right. Yeah. That was adequate. Jordan, yeah. what do you think? Not my best. Not my best. Um. Yeah, definitely not his best. Yeah, I would agree with that. We got some time. I thought we could do some trivia, maybe. I would love some trivia. We have a ton of time. I I will also say we don't have a ton of time because I am fucking starving. I was not hungry. I am also when we very hungry. This, but holy shit, am I hungry? Um. Okay. Let's see if we can get some good ones. Martin Scorsese was first approached to direct the film, but turned it down. That would have been such a bad idea. <laughs> that would have been, been so such. Great. A, are you kidding me? They would have never been able to get him. It, it would have just been, been the I mean, Sopranos. It would have been eight hours long, and it would have been heat That's true. too. Um, what was the movie that De Niro did that was like five hours long? And it the Irishman. The Irishman. The Irishman. I, yeah, never in my life will I fucking watch that movie. Holy shit. I watched an hour of it. I couldn't watch the whole thing, even with Ray Romano coming up as a, as a good actor in it. Supporting role. Anyways, more trivia. Please, Jordan, come on. Um, the guy from the, my, from my Miller High Life, uh, the guy, the husband, um, he's the head of, he was the head of the sound department for the movie. Oh. Wait, who is the guy from your Miller High Life? The, the couple oh. at the end where he's giving yeah, yeah, sex yeah. advice. The rabbi. Yeah. Um, let's see. All these are just like actual, none of these are like good trivias like the other ones. Um, every restaurant interior in the movie was the site of a gangland hit with the exception of with the exception of Sparks Steakhouse, where oh. the hit took place outside. Interesting. There we go. Sparks. I've got one. I've got one that you skipped over, but I liked it. Um, it was very important for to Robert De Niro that the movie felt authentic. Mm-hmm. He and director Harold Ramis would drive around Little Italy in New York City looking for real people to cast. What a fucking day that would been! Just driving hey. around, just a just a short little Canadian and and Robert De Niro in a fucking like Fiat Five Hundred, being like, "Hey, is hey, wait, whoa, whoa. Is Billy Chris, Are you talking about Billy Crystal or is Harold Ramis Canadian? I think Harold Ramis is Canadian. Uh, right? He was born in Chicago, Fuck. and he's six God two. Damn. He's six two. Fuck. <laughs> damn, damn. The I I blame I blame a beautiful and stupid gesture, um, or a futile and stupid gesture, where it's played by a short guy. But how fucking weird would that be if you're just, you're just walking around Little Italy and just fucking fucking <laughs> Robert De Niro hangs out there and says, "Hey, you look adequately greasy." Get into this fucking jalopy. <laughs> You're going to be in a movie. <laughs> I feel like what? I've heard of doctors doing that before. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Um, do you have any? Oh, other... uh, this is this is kind of funny. Um, the prison scenes at the end were filmed at New York State Penitentiary in Sing Sing. The prisoners seen walking down the corridor at the beginning of the scene were real prisoners who belonged to the prison's drama club. <laughs> That's, That's also great. sort of fucked up. Like, hey, hey, no, it's rehabilitation at its finest, right there. You're gonna be in a movie. Do we get to say anything? No. What role do we get? Prisoners. Fuck. God damn it. Well, of course they're gonna get prisoners. I mean. <laughs> They get full costume and makeup. Like, do you think they got catering though? No. Original director Richard Loncrane quit after creative differences. Fucking, I wonder what those were. Yeah, Who was, right. Also, Harold <laughs> Ramis is like way better than. Yeah, oh, well, I don't God. know. I don't know who this guy is. He but. directed. Apparently, he directed a a version of Richard the Third, which I've seen is very good. Band of Brothers, and uh, oh shit, that's pretty like good. very dramatic. Pretty I think okay, that's what that, those Why? were the creative differences. <laughs> he quit. You know what it was? I know exactly what it was. Robert De Niro crying first day. He showed up. Is like all right now act. Mm. And he sees fucking Robert De Niro blubbering like a goddamn moron. He's like, I'm, I was unsalvageable. Harold Ramis. It's like, been such a surreal moment. You know, <laughs> like so many people probably look up to Robert De Niro and then and you just, just see that. shittily acting yeah. really badly. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, I think that does it for trivia. Unless you got another good one. No, there's just one about like um, what Robert De Niro picking out collars. He picked out the shirt collars. I, you know what's crazy? Oh. I noticed the shirt collars because they were fucking beefy. Mean? Like the collars of the shirt. They were like super pointy. They were like all the way down. Like Classic 1980s, yeah. 1990s. Thick, thick, thick mobster collars. You could barely see the tie knot. Um, I think that brings us to Milk and Merlot, the part of the podcast where we talk about whether the movie is aged like fine wine or gone sour, stinky like milk. Uh, Ryan, what did you think? What did you think? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a, a nice Merlot. Well, not nice Merlot. It was a Merlot. It was there. You know, it's got it on the bottle for sure. I'd drink it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I don't think I'd watch it again. No. What do you think, Jordan? I'm. Um, I thought it was a Merlot. I thought it was it was entertaining. But yeah, I don't think I'd watch it again either. I'm glad I did though. Now it's in my now it's in my back yeah. pocket. People know. Um, well, that's just what we think. Um, but you know, we're dumb fools who yell at each other for the first thirty minutes of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we to get a true sense of this movie's quality, we must go to Mr. Ryan with the legs. Take us home. All right, we're starting to climb now, boys. Um, so fasten your seatbelts until we get to cruising altitude because the legs are getting up to 5.81 this week. That's that's pretty good, 5.1. Those are pretty good legs, yeah. 5.81, Damn. closer to 6. That's yeah. sick. Um, well, that's going to do it for us and uh, for uh, uh, Analyze This. You can join us next week when our movie will be the 1999 classic Wild Wild West Slick Will, Slick Billy, Will Smith. Oh, is this the Will Smith movie? movie? Holy yeah. shit, I've seen this movie. The two best special agents in the Wild West must save President Grant from the clutches of a diabolical wheelchair-bound steampunk-savvy Confederate scientist bent on revenge from losing the Civil War. 
Um, so that's pretty sick. Uh, that's pretty sick. Um, thank you so much for listening. I've been your uh, uh, anger management pending host, Sparky Shelton. Um, I've been your um, cognitive behavioral behavior behavioral therapist <laughs> therapy host, Jordan Granick. And as always, I'm Ryan. Was that the joke? Your name? <laughs> always. Classical gas. No, Sparky. The joke was if this movie was called Mobsters Inc. <laughs>